to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! All right, I'm back for one more solo episode. I could not help myself. I want to talk about coming home and I want to talk about the topic of coming home. I want to talk about the idea of coming home and I want to talk about my workshops that are coming. But most importantly, I want to talk about where I actually learned the concept of coming home. There's tons of books about it. But the one that hit such a strong chord for me was by Dr. Thema Bryant. She's the author of, of Homecoming. So that's one book I'd recommend for you. And the other book that I'd recommend that really was helping me over the process for the last year is called How We Heal by Alexandra L. And that was fantastic too. So that's really where my whole, the theme of coming home to myself came from. Because, you know, in my worst and darkest days, in my hardest days, in my most grief-stricken, PTSD-ridden days, All I could think about was if I can come home to myself and I can come home to my values and I can come home to my mission and I could come home to how I want to feel, right? If you picture myself, me right now, I just took a big breath in. I put my hand on my chest. I put one hand on my belly. I took a big breath in. I lowered my shoulders. I took the the tongue off the roof of my mouth and I just grounded myself. And you can, you can come home to yourself at any point in your day. You know, you can put those lens of love on. You can put the, how do I want to feel right now? And, you know, it's taken me a long time, but my theme of coming home is something I think that is going to last. I think it's something that's going to really take traction. So I want to, I want to talk to you about like, what does coming home look like? And, you know, for me, I run a beautifully powered, um, electrically charged client group, we've actually focused on the theme of it has been coming home to you. If you want more information on that, it's in the, going to be in the show notes for you. Um, and you can join at any time to come into this uh, focused and theme group and the support, you know, where we do a lot of mindset. One of the apps I use to support and serve my clients is Growth Day. I'll also put the link in the show notes for Growth Day. But, you know, it is coming home to the practices and the resources and the habits and the systems that you need in order to come home to yourself. So for me, what does that look like? You know, that might look like, you know, um, coming back home to what matters most to you. That might be taking time to feel connected to your vision. That might be taking daily actions that are aligned with your future best self. That might be honoring your needs and, and taking more silence. So for me, it's like, okay, so if I want to feel connected to my vision, what do I need to do in order to do that? So I want to give you some tactical and practical tips here. So for me, I, yes, use my Be Her Now journal, but you don't need that journal. You can use a piece of paper to reconnect to your vision. You know, you can do it with your eyes closed and just ground yourself into your own into your own body and you can feel how you want to feel. You can do this through breath work, Right. So your vision is going to be very, very personal to you. Your vision can also change based on who you are. It's not solid. It's not stuck. It's nimble and it should flow with you. 
But feeling connected to your vision is being able to have something written out that, you know, whether it's your own personal mission statement, whether it's your own personal vision statement. And I like to start mine with, you know, the date, right? So today's date, for example, you know, and I love to say like, today's the day everything changed. And then I'll go into why. Why did everything change? What stories am I letting go of? What past hurts am I letting go of? What action am I going to take versus being locked in trauma or procrastination? What's making this change today? When you're honoring your needs, I want you to think about that. What are your needs? So for some, for me, that's personal growth. That's having a solid personal development platform that I can plug into each day that honors my aching for being, I mean, I literally ache to learn. I, I have this insatiable need to learn and to grow and to heal and to hear other people's ideas and stories and how they've done it, you know, and that's how the world goes round, right? So number one, it's like, what do I need? Well, what is one of some of my daily actions? Well, it's listening to growth day, right? Listening to personal development. Number two, I need to move my body. And for me lately, I've really been leaning into Pilates and bar and walking rather than heavy lifting, but I can feel I've also been incorporating back weights into my life like two to three times a week. And that feels really good. So it's thinking about what do you need? What are the daily actions that align with your future best self? Well, my future best self, for me, what coming home to my future looks like is feeling physically fantastic. It's to feeling clear. Okay. When I think about feeling clear, well, what makes me feel cloudy? Well, alcohol makes me feel cloudy. It does. And I'm, I don't even want to be sad about that because it just, I really do love having a glass of wine. I love it and I enjoy having a glass of wine with my husband and enjoying this glass of Merlot. And, but I also come from a lineage of alcoholics. And I also know that as soon as I have a beautiful sip of that great, delicious glass of Merlot, yeah, does it make me feel a little bit detached? Yes. But it pulls me back into numbing. And guess what else happens? I get a headache and I feel unclear and I don't want to feel that way. So it's, it's, it's you really thinking, how do I want to feel? Same thing with sugar, same thing with gluten. I actually have an allergic reaction to gluten. I get headaches from sugar, but it's these, this like, it's like this like easy thing, right? It's this, it's like, oh, I'll just have it. It doesn't matter. I'll get it. You get a case of the fuckets. But then what's the consequence to that? Is that three days of not being on your game? Can your family afford that? Can, your, can you afford that? Can you afford to not feel good and to want to be in bed or to have an extra sleep or to snooze the button so you miss that workout because now you can't do the workout because you got to get your kids ready because everything, everything has a consequence. Everything is either bringing you closer to home or further away. What does that look like for you? You know, I know that past trauma and experiences cause us to retreat into survival mode. And we design these patterns of defense. And in these places, we find ourselves disconnected from who we are at our core and what we deeply long for and what our soul craves. I know that because I wrote that. And I speak from such experience. And I want to discover what it means for you to look at your daily habits, what it means for you to look at your routines, what it means to feel in actual alignment. Like that word makes me breathe because alignment feels connected. It feels conscious. It feels like choice. Mm. Right? I'm like snapping. No one's in the studio. And I'm like, yes, yes. So, you know, that is what 
my virtual workshop will be focusing on in December, on December 14th. We also sold out our first in-person workshop, which I'm very excited about. This is new to Legacy. So Legacy by Kim will be having in-person workshops. I'm talking like this isn't going to be a one-off. Like I would like to offer workshops either weekly or bi-weekly. I see a legacy community being created of incredible connected women that we are building out and learning together. Like there's just so much coming. So I do want to personally invite you to my workshop. It's a virtual workshop. Um, Click the link in the show notes. You can jump right into your virtual seat. Um, We will be starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 14th. I'm so excited. I hope you're there. Um, But I also want to say that what else coming, what, what might else coming home look like to you is this saying yes to you and no to what no longer serves you meeting yourself where you are. I work with thousands of women and a lot of times their number one thought is, well, I really didn't get anything done this week. I'm so ashamed, but, but maybe you, maybe we need to reprogram that. And we need to say, but you did do something this week. You needed to honor the load you needed to get off your plate. So you could also create the space for you to know that you don't want to feel that way. And by you not prioritizing your own time did make you feel shitty, but that's just data. That doesn't mean you are shitty. That doesn't mean you should feel shame. That means you now are more aware of what's not serving you and you prioritize you not prioritizing you and prioritizing everyone else around you, which then causes frustration, um, animosity, uh, martyr syndrome. That's not productive. So, you know, I want you to remember, you know, when you think about where you are at, I just want to, I want to make sure you're not overextending your grace. Listen, I know what it feels like to feel like you just can't get out of bed. I know what it feels like to lay under two weighted blankets. I've done it. I've done it. But I know what it feels like when I say, no, I can do this. And I'm going to put one foot in front of myself today. And I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. And I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. And I will water myself like a plant. I'm going to feed myself like a plant that needs to grow, right? You need to invest in yourself. You're not going to go buy, you know, I heard this Brendan Bouchard said this yesterday on one of our trainings. He said, you know, you're not going to go buy seeds from Home Depot and then put those seeds in a dark cupboard and shut the, the cupboard because that's not a good investment. You're not, you're not sowing those seeds, You are putting, don't put yourself in the corner, my friend. You need to get yourself back in the ring. Understand that you're enough. You know, I have always fought with this deep-seated thought or knowing or weed that has been wrapped around my inner core that I'm not enough because that is the story that I was told and fed. And you know what's so sad about that is that the story that was told to me when I was a little girl turned into the story that I fed myself. And that's not going to happen anymore. And you get to right now today, right now today, sister, you get to stop saying you're not enough and you're not worthy and you didn't do enough because you did and you are and you're amazing. So right now today, you need to claim that power back and start to be observant of the stories you're telling yourself. Coming back home to yourself might look like identifying your values and ensuring your actions line up with these. But if you don't have your values set, If you don't have a mission, if you don't know what you want, you are aimless, my friend. And if you're walking around aimless in this world, aimless in your calendar, aimless in the goals you have, aimless in your deadlines, aimless in how you want to serve, aimless in how you want to show up for your family, it's going to be a very, very cloudy life and it will be riddled with pain and anxiety and frustration. 
Let's get clear. Write it out. Loving yourself to acknowledge the true desires you have for your life is coming home for yourself. It's not selfish to want more. It's not selfish to take the time to say, this is what I want. It's important to communicate with your family what you want, what you need, what coming home to you feels like. And I want to say this, love yourself, but take it slow. For love to bloom, it requires time, patience, respect, understanding, and vulnerability. And accepting your true self and falling in love with it is a process that cannot be devalued or rushed. And this is the process of you coming home to you. And I know that if I can do this, then you can do this too. You have been listening to the Fitzlife Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.